Welcome to a Gridwalk episode of the Late to Grid podcast. In these short format episodes, I catch up with previous guests to hear more about their motorsports journey. In this episode, I catch up with Jim Tramontano and his Spec Miata Racing from 2022. Jim is the epitome of the stories I want to tell. Jim is a teacher, has a garage full of two Miatas, all kinds of tools and equipment, and gets on track and has a great time. Our listeners can learn a lot from Jim, but they can also learn from Jim on his No Money Motorsports blog. It's a great blog. I highly encourage you to check it out. The link to it is in the show notes. Jim shares, uh, like I said, some great 2022 updates on his season, what he does in the off season, and what he's planning for 2023. So let's talk to Jim. Well, folks, as I mentioned, I'm here with Jim Tramontano. Jim, did I get that right? You did. Very nice job. I got to tell you, <laughs> I was worried all day if I would actually say that correctly or not. So thanks for getting me through that. But Jim and I just spent the last couple of minutes kind of getting ready for the episode, talking about kids. His are much younger, uh, two and a half and four, right, Jim? Yep. Mine are much older, but still still a lot of fun to be with. And then we were really trying to figure out, I could have sworn I had Jim on just by himself, but it turns out uh, in season one, we had him on episode 28, him and Dave Peters, and... Um, Gosh, Jim, I could have sworn we had John just individually talking about the blog, the Miatas, and all that great stuff. But anyways, nonetheless, it's great to have you on a Gridwalk episode of the Late to Grid podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited. Yeah, no problem. So um, I, I told you before we get started, I was going to share a little story, so I'll share it with the listeners. So I was talking to a potential guest um, I'm lining up for the, epi- for the po- podcast, and he had never listened to it before, so I was giving him some some episodes to listen to. I mentioned yours. I shared your team name and your blog name, No Money Motorsports. He found that interesting, funny, <laughs> and awesome. So, Perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we've got someone uh, who was, uh, and he had a bunch of uh, driving time today, so he said he was going to listen to your episode nice. as he's driving across uh, the state of Ohio. But, um, Jim, I wanted to get caught up with you. I'm really uh, impressed by what you do all your racing. You picked up an extra car towards the end of last season. We're going to talk about that. But uh, real quickly, tell the listeners who may not be familiar with you um, who you are and what you race. Okay. Uh, Well, I'm Jim, Jim Tremontano, and I started No Money Motorsports, and I race in and endlessly talk about Spec Miata. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of my thing. I'm trying to be the uh, the flag bearer and just expand about how great this class of racing is yeah it, it's everywhere everyone talks about it um and uh, miata is always the answer right oh, always always <laughs> um so you're a teacher you do you do the motorsports in the evening you also have a, a really awesome blog uh where you talk about motorsports and you and i share the same interest you started the blog to help get people into motorsports i started this podcast to share the stories of folks like you to help more people get into motorsports. So this is a perfect combination. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk a little bit about your 2022 season. Walk the listeners through some of the racing you did, some of the highs, some of the lows, and maybe even some of the things you learned about. Uh, 2022 was was my season, we'll say. <laughs> it uh, Finally, after racing for five full seasons, I made a big investment. I mean, not even a big investment, but I found a really smoking deal on a pro-built engine for my car uh and a quick spec miata tidbit is our engines are stock quote unquote i'll make an air quotes if you can hear <laughs> if you can hear that on the podcast but uh 
a professionally built engine is going to have an extra 10 or 15 even horsepower over a factory junkyard engine, even though it's stock, give or take. Um, so this whole time I had been racing down quite a few horsepower on the front runners. So getting that really changed my season around quite a bit. Uh, I went from kind of racing nipping at the heels of the front pack to really right up in the mix. Uh, had a great season, made every, every race, uh, except one where I was gone for a wedding and a whole bunch of stuff. But at the end of the year, I'm looking up at my trophy wall here. I got a sec- another second place, which I hadn't gotten in a while just because we went from racing with about seven cars when I started to averaging 19 and over that for some races uh, to I got in November my first win. Which, That's awesome. Congratulations. Oh, it was great. Thank you. Thank you. It was, it was, uh, you know, I'll say a long time coming, but it just makes it that much sweeter. Uh, to, it, it was one of those things I feared wasn't going to be attainable because as this class is growing in my region, we went from having just a few cars to huge fields now. So it was like, as I gained my own skills and kind of improved my equipment, the, everybody just kept getting quicker and quicker around me. And I'm like, it, it just got harder <laughs> and harder. You know, we're yeah. having just as much fun if not more, I mean, more fun now, honestly, but to also get that little win to put in my pocket was fantastic. It was huge. That's awesome. What track was yeah, that thanks. at? That was at uh, my track, man. Uh, NJ Motorsports Park Lightning. Uh, that is the one that everyone calls me the weapon at. That's uh, got the most time there. We even, we have a sim league. We play there all the time. So I, I, I'm most comfortable there and I really enjoy it the most. So it was a great place That's to really get it. That's really great. Yep. Now, I think if I remember from uh, talking to you in season one, uh, you had a junkyard engine in that first Miata. Am I remember that right? Yeah, I ran. Well, I mean, it's not even that it was my junkyard engine. It was a junkyard engine the previous owner put in it. So <laughs> it had been in there for a long time. And actually, right before I pulled it, I was able to get on the dyno. And it still made 115 horsepower, uh, which is within a couple horsepower where it really should have been, which was just wild to me. Uh, I'm estimating because it's. I'm not going to get an apples to apples comparison, doing a different dyno, a different month, but uh, I'm estimating the new motor is about 10 or 11 horsepower over that, which doesn't sound big if you're coming from the world of V8s or something, but <laughs> yeah. when you're talking about 115, 125, it is a lot. That's a big difference. Yep. Um, I'll share a quick a quick story. So I was doing a NASA, and it's related to what you just said. I was doing a NASA HPDE3 event at Mid-Ohio, and I have an instructor in the passenger seat. We're, we're coming out of a turn. He's like, I need you at full throttle. And I said, <laughs> I, I said, I have been. <laughs> so yeah. the folks that are listening that maybe haven't been behind the wheel of a, of a Miata on track, it's uh, you, you really got to keep the momentum rolling and every little weight savings or horsepower gain is very important. So yep. that's really cool. You got that engine. Yeah. We actually are, uh, our race director in our meetings, uh, once said that talking about racecraft and interclass racing and just how you have to really be mindful of the other cars mentioned. He said, you know, those, those spec Miatas, if they fart wrong, they get passed by four cars. And <laughs> yeah. Everybody laughed. And then I put up a video from Watkins Glen going door to door with somebody. And one of the comments was, no, wow, he, was, he wasn't kidding. That's actually pretty true. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's talk about um, the shell. You picked up a shell. And yep. uh, for the listeners, uh, in the show notes, you're going to see links to all the ways to, to follow Jim on the blog 
and on his Instagram, he's super active on Instagram. It's it's fun stuff to watch and to keep up to date mm-hmm. on that. But towards the end of last season, I saw some pictures of uh, a backhoe. I think it was picking up a <laughs> shell off of a trailer. So let's get into that. What what exactly did you pick up, and what are your plans with it? So one of the buddies in our region had a little unfortunate incident uh, in the rain with the wall where went in pretty hard at New Jersey Motorsports Park at Lightning, my, my you know my home track, um, and. We were in talk. He went straight into the wall, and it bent the car up pretty good. Uh, and we were we were all talking. We we're all going to kind of work with him and try and get the car fixed. Uh, and then he actually found a really good deal from another friend for a car that was in good shape. So what he did, he bought that car, and then the crashed shell was basically on its way to the junkyard. Uh, when I said, you know, essentially, he offered it, and I jumped at the the opportunity because it's got a nice roll cage in it. And, Spec Miatas, you can get a shell of a Miata pretty cheap for a couple hundred dollars even sometimes. Um, but this one having the cage already in it, cages are several thousand dollars. So it's not a, the perfect cage, but having that alone gives it a lot of value to me. And all through going through high school and college, I worked in a body shop. So I have a whole lot of experience repairing wrecked cars. Uh, it's something I was doing you know, on the side when I can as well, just for other race cars. So... To bring my own project in now is good. Uh, we have quite a bit of work to do in the front end. Uh, but it's hopefully going to be up and running again next season at some point. The plans are yet to are yet undecided. I have no idea what I want to do with it. Uh, I might build another spec Miata. Uh, I might just build a Miata fun track car. There's I might even just get it rolling and sell it if I get frustrated missing the garage bay. Um <laughs> But having it in the garage alone has kind of made me more confident in my car on track because it's one of those, oh, if I, if I really wreck my car bad, at least I have a backup car. You know, It, it needs yeah. quite a bit of work, but there's, there's something here. So it's like yeah. an insurance policy. So uh, I forget, did you, uh, the car that you had previously, N.A. or N.B.? Yeah, uh, N.A. Yep. And is the second one an N.A. as well? Yep. I've owned, right. I've owned 199, but otherwise... I've had three NAs, so more of an NA kind of guy. Sure, pop-up headlights, I get yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I, like being, um, I like being the underdog. <laughs> there you go. So is the engine a 1.6 or 1.8 that you picked up, the built engine? Uh, yeah, 1.8 in the race car. Okay. Yep. All right. And you can run either, is that right? Uh, there are 1.6 and 1.8 cars do both run in spec Miata. If you were to convert a car one way or the other, technically the legality that's a little sketchy for no known reason. Um, but you'd have to update everything. You'd have to update, mm. you know, the the engine. The I guess it's not that much. The differential. Well, no. All right, it's not too much, but you'd have to do some updating otherwise, which isn't worth it to me. Yeah, I got it. Hey, uh, so just to put the in perspective for the listeners, I got to tell you, Jim is in his garage. <laughs> and uh, I'm super impressed because he, he was just moving his camera around and, and there's a drill right. press in the background that the thing is just packed with tools and equipment. And uh, Jim, by his his day job, is a teacher. As he mentioned, he grew up working at a body shop. Um, so I think it's really cool. And it's a good part of your story, Jim, that, you know, it, you don't have to be an auto mechanic to, to build a race car. You, you just have to have the passion. You have to have access to maybe some friends and some resources and just about anybody can get on track. Yeah. Yeah. And the friends are a huge part. Honestly, getting this done is all about knowing who you can lean on. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah. and knowing what type of beer everybody likes. So <laughs> when you show up, that uh, <laughs> you get a lot of help with uh, the right kind of beer. And then after a long, after a while, you realize without even realizing it, you become that guy. You know, you got people coming to you to help, and it's like, oh, this is this is the circle. All right, yeah, <laughs> the cycle's completing. So that's that's great. Yep. Let's talk about the off season, or as I like to say, now we're in the preseason. So your main car, what type of things uh, do you have planned for your your main spec Miata? So a lot of little updates. Uh, so most safety equipment, not most, but a lot, belts and nets and whatnot, they're certified for five years. So if you get them at the right time, you get five years plus that kind of crossover period. Uh, so that's all done for me now. So if you look at the car now, the seats are all out. It's getting new belts. And NASA just updated their fire system rule. Uh, my blog, I just did a big post about that. Um, so uh, hooked up with OG Racing, got myself a new fire bottle and all that's getting put in the car now. So it's really just mostly kind of updates, nothing that fun. Uh, just kind of get getting the car to a point where it's legal to race again and a couple little reliability tweaks. It was having some issues with the uh, the radiator fan at the end of the season. So just kind of maintenance work. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's good. Nothing major. Yep. Right? So it sounds like it's pretty straightforward work you got to do. Yeah. Uh, what do you have planned for 2023? Where are you going to be running? Is it uh, only NASA? Are you running some other Miata series? So uh, with two toddlers at home, or I guess a toddler and a preschooler now, uh, there's not a whole lot of extra time. So my goal now is really to run the NASA Northeast uh, schedule for Spec Miata. I'm hoping to run NASA Champs or to be involved with NASA Champs because that's at Pittsburgh in September. Um, however, as a teacher, that is the worst possible weekend for me because the opening day of Champs is my opening day of school. So oh. that's that, that's creating a bit of an issue. So we'll we'll see what happens with that, but. That's probably about it. I mean, by the time I do the NASA schedule, there's not a whole lot of time left I can sneak out. Uh, and if I'm picking and choosing, I'm going to pick a race weekend over a DE weekend or something. As, sure. as fun as I, as much as fun as they are, um, it's it's the hard choices. Yep. Uh, let's talk about the blog and the website, No Money Motorsports. Uh, tell listeners a little bit more about the type of stuff you write about. Uh, if they spent a couple, you know. 20, 30, 40 minutes on your site, what they would find, what they'd be reading about. So the great thing about my site is it tr I try to cater to basically everyone in that sphere. Uh, there are articles for people looking at doing their first track day. Uh, there's articles looking for people that are seasoned track day people that are looking to go racing. Uh, but the, the connecting piece of it all is it's all for people on a budget. Uh, there are plenty of doctors and lawyers in our field, but you don't need to be that. Uh, you can you can participate in track days just by being a normal person with a normal job. Um, and I go through all these little tips and ways that you could save money because there's a lot of information out there. There's the the quote that just drives me nuts when someone says, you know, if you can't afford X, you can't afford to go to track days or you can't afford to go racing. And I'll tell you what. I've been doing this for quite a while on a very small budget, and I try to share that on my site um, to basically encourage people to come out as much as possible. Yeah, that's great. I, I Every time you post a, a new blog article, I'm really impressed with how relevant it is to, to anybody in Thanks. the grassroots racing, whether it's they're getting ready to take their first step in an HPD event or you're getting ready to do you know their 10th race of the season. That's great stuff. 
Yeah, I just did a couple of posts lately about just basically big guides to try and make it a little easier to navigate and find. So there's there's a racing guide. There's a first track day ever guide. So really this so I can show people like, hey, go here, just sit down for a while and read. Yeah, that's good stuff. And we'll have links again, like Thanks. I mentioned uh, in the show notes. So just a couple more things to talk about. Uh, let's talk about the 2022 season, Jim. Were you ever late to grid? I'll tell you what, I was not. That's a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. But it used to be my thing to be late to grid. But now I've actually focused on getting there early and getting being ready. It, it's I feel like it's helped my racing. It's just so much less stressed. Do you have any tips for folks not to be late to grid? Oh, here. Actually, I remember the one time I was, so that I have a good tip for you. As soon as you get out of your car, if you are racing or just someone that puts in a little bit of gas at a time, the moment you come off track, put gas in your car then. Because the one time I was late to grid that I actually forgot about, I was driving to the grid and I see somebody getting gas at the gas pumps and I laughed and I said, ha why is he getting gas so late? <laughs> and that's when I realized I didn't have any gas and I looked down and the gauge was empty. So swung back, drove as, across the entire paddock and rushed and <laughs> filled the car up and got back in time. That is a great tip. We're going to put that. Yep. <laughs> We're going to share that. Uh, gas up so you don't forget yeah and then uh the, the last thing jim is just uh folks want to follow you if they want to stay up to date on you or even get in touch with you i know we're gonna have all these links at the in the show notes but go ahead and tell folks how to get a hold of you uh so the two primary ways are going to be instagram and my website nomoneymotorsports.com uh instagram's good because that's kind of my day-to-day i put up stories when i'm in the garage like right now i'll put up little videos and whatnot uh in the website's good. I, I get notifications. I get any messages there. There's plenty of different ways you can message me. So really, whatever is easiest for you. Awesome. We're going to have those uh, links in the show notes page, as I've said probably six times already in this episode. But uh, we're in a connected uh, world now. So it's, yeah. I think that's great. And um, I want to thank you for sharing your time this evening with us and sharing a little bit more about your journey. We wish you all the best. So you picked up a first place and second place trophy Mm -hmm. last season. Let's get some more first place uh, this season. Jim, thanks again. Hey, thanks very much for having me. I want to thank Jim for sharing his insights with us, spending his evening with us so that we could help others along their motorsports journey. Couple quick shout outs. Want to give a shout out to show sponsors LMS EFI. Chris down there can help you get your car ready uh, for the season, during the season, after the season, whatever you need in terms of data management, uh, data loggers, wiring, electric. Chris is your guy. Let's not forget about the folks at Atomic Autosports up in the Cleveland, Ohio area that can get your car ready for track days, racing, anything from a track day inspection through changing out your fluids, upgrading your brakes, custom alignments, and all that great stuff to make you faster on track. Also, Michael Rebus over at ETC Coaching. If you're looking to take your career and life to the next level, you need to be talking to Michael. I want to thank you, the listener, for listening and being a supporter of the podcast. If you haven't yet left us a review, I would certainly love one. Also, don't forget to tell a friend about the show. The more folks we get involved in motorsports, the more people on track, and the more people we can have fun with. Until next time, do not be late to grid.